Louise McSharry on 2FM. Uh, now, though, it, it's time for us to talk pop culture. It's that time of the week on Sunday morning. We've got a lot to talk about. And today we are joined by beauty content creator Jen Morris. Hello, Jen. <laughs> Hello, Louise. And I totally agree with you. That Jessie Ware album. Ugh. Just play it on repeat. I I'm know. there. <laughs> and then she hits us with that single. Like, I, I mean, know. I just disco where queen. Is she pulling it from. I I I am so grateful for her. Um, I have tickets to go and see her in London in December. And when I got them, I was kind of like, oh, who knows if it'll actually happen? But now I'm like, it's gonna happen. It's gonna and happen. It's gonna be so good. Um, okay, we've got lots to talk about, Jen, and let's kick off with Billie Eilish because she is on the cover of Vogue, and it has been a powerful experience to take it all in. Very powerful. Billy came out the gates and said, I am a woman. Um, Billy, whose full name I just found out is Billy Eilish Pirate Bard O'Connell. I mean, <laughs> bit of a mouthful there. Um, but Billy Eilish came out on the cover of Vogue and she is in an old Hollywood fantasy. She's wearing custom Mugler and she's reinventing herself and kind of showing her growth in a very Madonna-esque fashion. Um, previously, like, Billie Eilish would have spoken a lot about her body image and how she found it very hard because she's been in the public eye since she was 13 years old. Mm. And people who are aware of Billie Eilish knows that she wears this very baggy attire. Everything is like very, very oversized because she never wanted people to be able to comment on her body. Mm. So coming out in these corsets and tights and all this kind of pin-up fantasy, she knew it was going to be a bit controversial, but she wanted to make like a huge statement. And it is a huge statement and I love it because, and, and the interview obviously supports that mm-hmm. because she's basically like, you cannot win. The problem is not with me and my behavior. The problem is with the people who are inappropriate about me and she's owning it and I love it. Oh, 100%. And even, you know, she speaks about, um, as I was saying, she wears baggy clothes all the time, probably not so much anymore. Or maybe she will, who knows? That's her her prerogative but um, there was one picture that went viral of her in a tank top and people were saying good on her you know comfortable in her body because she's plus size and she was literally a teenager and, and she also isn't plus size is not plus size in any, <laughs> stretch, any stretch of the imagination. imagination she just has big boobs and she didn't want creeps talking about her boobs when she was Absolutely. a teenager she's still a teenager yeah, it's just a funny thing. And it, it was really interesting to see someone so young be so kind of introspective about it that she just didn't want the conversation to be anything to do with the way she looked. She wanted it to be about her music and about her art because she does bear her soul a lot in her mm. music. Um, she was also hiding one other huge thing in the lead up to this, which was she has become a blonde bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> and she's we've been talked hiding about wigs. Yeah, we've talked about that. It's a big change. It is a big change, but I love it because I've spoken, I'm kind of obsessed with Billie Eilish and I've spoken about her a good bit on the show and like everything she does is intentional. You know, she mm-hmm. is in control of her image entirely. She directs her own videos. She is obviously heavily involved in the music herself and her brother do the music together. Like nothing she does is thoughtless. So she nothing. has been thinking about this for a long, long time. Um, but I think, um, you know, this, uh, the vid, the cover and the interview along with her single, which is called Your Power, mm-hmm. which is literally, she says, she describes it as an open letter to people who take advantage, mostly men. Um, and then she says in the interview, I really think the bottom line is men are weak. I think it's just so easy for them to lose it. You expect a dude not to grab you if you're wearing that dress. People say, seriously, they're that weak. Come on. She says, go masturbate. <laughs> and I think that's such a good, like, 
I see where she's coming from. She's like, you know, you really. Th- so what you're saying is men are literally so powerless over their mm-hmm. desires that if someone wears the wrong thing around them, they can't be trusted. Like mm-hmm. that in itself is insulting to men. And I feel like she's spoken as well a lot in the past about how she's been quite protected by her family, that her mother is always kind of with her and things like that as well. But it just goes to show that even though she was quite protected, she said that she has been taken advantage of. It wasn't necessarily music industry people, but no matter how protected you can be, it's still almost dangerous to be a woman, you know, no matter what age you are. Well, unfortunately, we've just been speaking about that in the in the previous item. And it is. And like, you know, we have to confront this. And I, I just love that Billy has come out. She's owning her space in a, in a new and different way. She's always owned her space. But and she's speaking out because, you know, we have to, as I keep saying, I feel like I'm I'm banging, not banging a dead horse, banging, <laughs> <laughs> flogging a dead, no, flogging banging, a dead horse. Yes, I'm going on about it too much is what I'm saying. And okay. so I will stop now. I have repeated myself extensively. Um, now, another thing about Billy, though, is that she's a co-chair of this year's Met Gala. Yeah, so she's the youngest co-chair of the Met Gala. So the Met Gala is a huge fundraiser um, for the Metropolitan Museum in New York. And it's usually based around, it's based around a fashion um, exhibit every year and like run by Anna Wintour, of course. And it's extremely, extremely exclusive. So it's 35 grand a ticket and you kind of can't even buy your way in. Even if you have the money, you still have to go through a process to be allowed to attend the Met Gala. Mm -hmm. And she is chairing it with Timothy Chalamet, who is the it boy of the moment, it seems. Uh, Naomi Osaka and Amanda Gorman, who is the poet laureate who spoke at uh, Biden's inauguration. Um, And the whole, this whole uh, Met, the exhibit... (laughs) <laughs> couldn't get the word out there the exhibit this year is all about American fashion so people are really interested to see like how that's going to pan out and like what people are going to interpret it as American fashion oh, I cannot wait like we have been <laughs> so know. starved of the looks and the red carpets and mm-hmm. like the Met Gala is where people really push it to the brink or they should that's the idea and um, so yeah it's incredible it's it, it it's an amazing event every year and there's always obviously there's people who show up in a black three-piece suit and there's people who really go all out and go with the theme so it's going to be really interesting and obviously it's great for Billy as well this is another first to add to her list like she's so many things because she's so young came, coming out the gates at like 13 so she's had so many firsts under her belt so this is another huge achievement for what her. What is Billy gonna wear? I mean who knows? I know oh, I'd say exciting. she will go all out I would imagine she oh, will yeah. go with it I can't wait um, now let's talk about Ben Affleck I absolutely love this story <laughs> I love it so much uh, this is uh, Ben Affleck and the dating app so there's a dating app called Rhea so I'm sure we're all aware of like Tinder and Bumble all that crack uh, but there's a dating app called Rhea and Rhea is more for like celebrities people who are verified on Instagram people who are insanely beautiful all these people mix on Rhea and yeah, you, have user... to, you have to apply and lots of people mm-hmm. are rejected a lot of people are rejected it's very exclusive I, I think you actually have to be like verified on at least one platform mm. to even apply. Mm. Um, so that's like another hurdle to jump over. But a user on the app called Naveen posted a video during the week saying that she matched with someone who was Ben Affleck and she wasn't sure whether the page was real or not. And then she got a message in her DMs on Instagram from Ben Affleck saying, 
Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. And yeah, it's she, major she, horror movie vibes. Well, she, well, I don't agree. Like, I <laughs> people are talking about this like it's creepy or bad. And I don't agree. Like, her her, it, her TikTok that she did was basically like, oh, the, like more so that time I matched with Ben Affleck on Rhea and didn't think it was real. So unmatched him. And then he messaged me on Instagram. And this is what his message sounded like, which I don't, I don't get the killer vibes. Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. <laughs> like I think he's like I, It's really me Like I really did Like come on No I think it's like The camera angle It's very close up to the face And as well It kind of brings it. into That conversation about like You know If you find someone on Tinder It's inherently creepy To go seek them out On other platforms so, If you match with someone On dating app Give it some time Let them get in touch with you You can't really quiz them On why they unmatched you Okay Yes I agree And I, I don't have any experience Of dating apps So I can't pretend To be an expert And I get I get that And I get that That's like the The etiquette And it makes sense And I think you're right Leave people alone However <laughs> In this case he, you know, she is not, she doesn't have a problem with him messaging her on Instagram. She's just like, oh my God, Morto, why did I unmatch him? And I feel like he is, you know, if you're that famous, you are probably in a very difficult place because mm. people would assume that you were catfishing. I don't know, because I feel like this app does verify people. So I don't know how easy it would be for a catfish of a celebrity to get on to Rhea yeah. um, in the first place, you know. But yeah. I, I just think, yeah, that was where people were kind of coming from. First of all, it was just a very close up angle um, of the video. And I suppose you can't really ask someone why they unmatched you. Yes, you I know, guess that's not a good It question. does happen, you know. Okay, fine. I just... <laughs> I, I don't think he meant, but I just, I like Ben Affleck, okay? I just, I like Ben Affleck. Um, okay, coming up next, uh, we have got lots more to talk about. We are going to talk about the splits, lots of breakups. Uh, Kim Kardashian is in trouble with the people of Italy. And um, also, I'm going to play you that Billie Eilish single, Your Power, her new one, which we mentioned earlier. Uh, so stick around. Louise McSherry on 2FM. That is Billie Eilish, her new single, Your Power, um, on 2FM, as we were just discussing, Jen Morris. It's beautiful, mm -hmm. isn't it? It is so beautiful and soft, but the message is so intense. Yeah, it is. It's really interesting. And I kind of didn't cop it the first time. And then I saw some girls on TikTok. Please, Louise, talk more about how you watch TikTok. Um, <laughs> but I saw some girls on TikTok, this group of five women singing a kind of harmonic arrangement of it. Mm -hmm. And it was stunning. And all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, the words, like they really... Me. It's very powerful. Um, okay, so let's talk about the splits. I mean, Bill and Melinda Gates. It's really interesting. I think you're talking about kind of the settlement there between Bill and Melinda Gates. Yeah. Like, there, There's a really interesting conversation happening at the moment around that because realistically, Bill couldn't have done what he did if it wasn't for Melinda. So they re people really hope that he's not going to contest the divorce in any way um, and that it will just be a 50-50 split because... When they got married, the value of Microsoft was tiny, mm. tiny, tiny, tiny. And it built to where it is now because Melinda was able to take a step back from her own career and become a mother and have that be her role. You know, so her role was just as important as Bill building this empire. And she also has been, uh, you know, a big part of his you know, philanthropic work over the last number mm -hmm. of years. So like she's, she's in on it. I feel like he's going to be cool about it, though. 
I feel like he is. Yeah, like they're not greedy people. Like you can see, but I mean, you can see that they're not greedy because of the way that they no. live their lives, and they don't want to leave their children billions of dollars, and they want to use it well while they're alive. So, like, I just I can't see it being a big fight. And mm-hmm. then Mora and Chris uh, from Love Island. From Love Island, so like the Queen of Ireland, Mora Higgins, <laughs> announced that herself and Chris Taylor are calling it quits after is it nine months of a relationship, um, which no one really saw coming to be honest they were really very good friends and then it went into the relationship zone but they both seem to be very broken up over it Mm. Um, and I I would imagine a lot of it is down to probably lockdown business commitments all this kind of stuff like you see it a lot in these celebrity relationships where they can't really sustain because of like pre-existing agreements and things like that as well yeah they can't actually see each other they can't see each other ever And the best thing to come out of this was a tweet from Stephanie on Twitter and said, Bill Gates and Maura Higgins are about to become 2021's hottest couple. (laughs) And I'm so here for that. I can't see it I'm myself, ready. but I mean, I would <laughs> certainly give us something interesting to talk about if it happened. Um, let's Absolutely. talk about the Kardashians, more uh, cheating stuff with Tristan, Chloe's oh. romantic partner. So Tristan Thompson has just been, like, he's just been garbage. Like, he has publicly cheated on Chloe Kardashian multiple times when she was in labour he was cheating on her then he went with Kylie's friend and now another allegation has come forward but this time to make it a bit different he's actually lawyered up and he's denying it completely so an IG model kind of came forward and said that he she had had a relationship with Tristan on a podcast but he is vehemently denying it but I don't know you know and of course Chloe is doing what Chloe always does in these situations she's posting very pointed but also very vague statements on Instagram. She loves an inspirational quote, Chloe. (laughs) Loves an inspirational quote about women lifting up women. Loves it. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, it could it could be a lie. Like, it could be. Um, you know, it see it would seem silly to me. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. obviously it's silly to cheat on your partner, but they the current series of the Kardashians is airing. It is the last series of the Kardashians, and he is in it as an actual kind of official Mm -hmm. character, as it were. He's doing testimonials. There's clearly a huge PR effort being made to bring people around to kind of warn to him and uh, to you know Chloe and him being in a relationship again so why in the context of all of that would you you know yeah mess around? I don't know I, I do feel sorry he also for doesn't Chloe. seem that smart though having said that no god no um <laughs> I do feel sorry for Chloe because you know I, I I wouldn't be someone now who has watched every single episode of the Kardashians but obviously I'd know what's going on I dip in and out of it and things like that but watch the marathon of a Sunday you know but um Chloe is just someone that wants to be loved and she wants love in her life. And and you've seen that in her past relationships and she probably was hit almost the hardest when her father died and all these things. So I think Chloe is just really, really trying, trying because she doesn't want like, quote unquote, another failed relationship, you know? Yeah. It's grim. It's sad. Yeah, it's it grim. is grim. Um, now, Kim is in trouble because Italy want their art back. Like... Did we ever think that this was going to be a thing? Like, I definitely did not. But Kim is in a bit of hot water at the moment. We see a lot of places, even the National Museum of Ireland, are returning artefacts that have been looted in the past. Well, Kim is in trouble with the government of Italy because she purchased or procured 
a statue that seemed to have come from like one or two AD um, and they want it back. And the funny thing is she has kind of come out and said that she didn't really know anything about it, that she was working through an art dealer who bought the piece for 750 grand. Mm. So she doesn't really know. Yeah, like, imagine someone spending 750 grand and you not even knowing what it's for. Yeah, but I mean, when you're a billionaire, that's how it works, I think. Oh my um, and then before I let you go, Broadway is coming back. Broadway is coming back. So the mayor of New York has made an announcement that Broadway will be back in September, fully seated, 100% capacity. They will put things in place like masks and ventilation but it's great news for performers yeah. for shows to be able to come back as well so like it's exciting news for a lot of people yeah absolutely well I have a little clip of a Broadway song that I will play now uh, Jen Mars thank you so much for coming on and chatting through these stories I hope you have an absolutely lovely day thanks for having me you too thanks Emil um, now to warm us down cool us down warm us up make us think about Broadway here's a little bit of wit Louise McSherry on 2FM